Hi again, everyone. I'm Tim Muma. Thanks for joining us on localjobnetwork.com radio. Here is Community Concepts, our podcast discussing the areas of diversity and employment. Today, we'll be focusing on adults working with ADHD, talking about some of the challenges associated with ADHD, but also getting strategic advice on what careers might work best for these individuals, as well as some tips on how to improve their productivity at work. Joining us on LGN Radio to discuss these items is Linda Walker, a certified ADHD coach and trainer, as well as the chair of Workplace Issues Committee at the ADD Association. Linda, how are you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for joining us. Before we got into some of the details, some tips and challenges, I wanted to ask you for maybe a basic definition of ADHD for those listening who I'm sure have heard it plenty of times, but maybe they don't really understand what the basics are. Well, ADHD is really a genetic neurological difficulty of engaging in life activities on demand. So that means a person who has ADHD may be able to function very well at some times and the same task would cause them a lot of issues at other times. Okay. The person's mood and their energy levels are, are really based on their sense of interest, their momentary sense of interest, of challenge, novelty, and so on. And it's really neurological. It's, a, it's an issue that there are more and more studies that show that it is a, a brain-based problem. And of course, it causes a whole lot of uh, challenges for adults with ADHD. And let's touch on some of those challenges right away. Obviously, we're always looking at it from the you know, career and employment side of things. What are some of those common issues that these individuals might have, especially as it pertains to work-related areas? Focus is one of them. Of course, we, we think of ADHD as attention deficit disorder, but uh, sometimes the, 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 the problem is not so much the attention deficit as the being able to control when you pay attention to certain sure. things. So ADHDs are able to focus on certain things, but sometimes too much hyper-focus so that mm-hmm. they forget everything else that's really important around them, but also uh, challenges with distraction. Nowadays, especially, the yeah. workplace has become a very challenging place, even for non-ADDers. We're constantly, uh, we're, we're in cubicle farms most of the time. We're constantly being distracted by our neighbors, people just dropping by. So focus is one thing. Disorganization is another issue they often struggle with. Not just physical disorganization, but how do I actually get something completed from point A to point B? They, they, they don't necessarily, they, they really struggle with process. They're impulsive, so they often chase certain ideas that they have. So they may have started with a great idea. They're working on a particular thing, but whoops, a new idea comes up and they go chase that idea. And then another one is popping up and they chase another idea. So that could be also a major, major challenge. Time, uh, their relationship with time, they really struggle with time management and estimating how long it'll take for things to happen or to complete a task. And in terms of their memory as well, a lot of them have short-term memory issues. It's actually working memory, but short-term memory issues are very, very common with ADHDers and very commonly a source of uh, major problems at work because they forget a detail that was given to them uh, verbally and so on. No, and that's an interesting one you mentioned. Obviously, you you went through a comprehensive list there and of course, it'll be at varying levels for different individuals, but you mentioned the short-term memory. Does that go along the lines of the inability sometimes of keeping track of those details. And we talk about in meetings can be really tough for a lot of ADHDers. Does that all sort of play together? In a way it does, absolutely. The meetings, it could be the length of them, the, sure. the droning, you know, sometimes too much detail. But yes, the, the working memory can be an issue. They do need to constantly 
take note. And that's, uh, that's a, ta- a challenge sometimes when somebody just pops something out of the blue and you're not in a position to be able to take note. But you're right, being able to sit for long periods of time mm-hmm. in the meeting room can be quite the challenge. Self-regulation, being able to control your impulsivity to jump from one thing to the next can be an issue as well. Or to blurt out things in the middle of a, a conversation because you're afraid in a way that you'll forget what you, what you, you need to say. Right. Now, as you know, we talk about these items and these challenges that come up, I'm sure people who you know, don't have ADHD at least somewhat start to understand why the difficulties that can be there. But for these individuals, what can some of these challenges end up doing to them as far as their self-esteem or as far as what happens in their career and their work stability? What often is a problem with them? Because interest is a really important part of being able to focus for ADHDers. It's not that they don't want to focus on things that aren't interesting, but when it's not interesting, it's a challenge for them to get their focus started or, or get their mental capacity to focus. Because they miss details, because they're disorganized, because of all of these challenges, the fact that sometimes when a, a job becomes boring after a while, after you've, after you've been doing it for too long, they actually end up ch- changing jobs quite often. Okay. Or they've lo- they lose their jobs because they're perceived as not being, uh, not working when they're supposed to be. So as a result, they, they lose their jobs. That does affect their self-esteem quite a bit. And a lot of them recognize that they're struggling. They're always struggling. Many of them will try to hide it. They'll work longer hours. They don't tell anybody because there is a huge stigma around ADHD. So mm-hmm. as a result, they don't get the help that they need. And it's a perpetual problem. Unless they get the help, they're going to constantly be repeating the same kinds of, of problems. And over time, it, of course, in terms of their financial, uh, the financial side of things, they do get paid less than most people because they've changed jobs too often. They don't have the tenure in, in positions and so on. They don't necessarily do well in positions where they're going to do a lot of administrative work. So being the boss is not always the best fit for them. It's a very big challenge. You brought up there the idea um, as far as the bouncing around, of course, and the struggles there. And then you also mentioned that a lot of times it's hidden or they don't let people know. What is your take on what individual maybe should do? I mean, should they be letting that boss know um, for various reasons that could be beneficial to them? That is a very, very sticky situation. A situation we're often asked that question. Unfortunately, because ADHD is so poorly understood and there's a lot of stigma, a lot of people will say, well, just work harder. Even doctors will say stuff like that to their patients who are struggling. It's really surprising. There's a major lack of uh, understanding. The other thing that doesn't help is that 85% of adults with ADHD don't even know they have it. Mm. You know, we, we talk about the fact that it's overdiagnosed. It isn't overdiagnosed in adults. It tends to be underdiagnosed, but they're still struggling. They're really, really struggling. So usually what we tell people, you know, is if you're struggling at work, you need to, uh, and you need some help, depending on your relationship with, the, with your boss, is it an organization that's open-minded? Do they accept diversity as a, as a given? Will they be open to understanding the challenges that you're dealing with? And will they be open to bending a little bit? And unfortunately, most of the time, the answer to all of these questions is no. You know, this is not, my boss is not going to understand. The company does not necessarily tolerate differences and uh, diversity. So as a result, we usually tell people, you know, if you're struggling, talk about the struggle itself without necessarily having to mention the ADHD. Mm -hmm. And 
bring a solution to how you can you can deal with that. So an example might be, well, I'm uh, really struggling when I have to com- complete this particular report. The calls are coming in and I'm having to take them and my, my colleagues are constantly dropping by and it's a f- report that requires a lot of focus. Would it be possible for me to go sit in a quiet room where nobody can, uh, can disturb me while I do this particular report. So you talked about the struggle, you talked about the accommodation in a way, and then the best approach at the end is really to say, this will benefit all of us because I'll be able to get it done faster right. and there will be fewer mistakes. Well, I'm glad you led us into the idea of some of these solutions. And as you said, it's difficult for even the average person, quote unquote, in the workplace now with the distractions and, and the various ways that we work. But let's try to give some solutions to these challenges that individuals have. You mentioned one there, maybe asking to utilize an office for certain time periods or any sort of quiet area that isn't in the cubicle, like you said, can be often loud and distracting. How about when it comes to organization? Are there certain things that people can focus on that would help them with their struggles in this area? That's always a, a major challenge. Being able to ask a colleague, for example, to to help with organization or even asking Again, that's a, it's going to be a challenge because you're going to be asking most of the time for another uh, resource, which right. is often a, a no-no. But a, a professional organizer can help. A lot of ADHDers will go out and get a professional organizer or an ADHD coach to help them get organized, and they'll pay out of pocket. Hmm. Sometimes the, the employer will pay out of pocket, and I see it mostly in, uh, in Canada. We see it quite often, but in the States, it's less likely to happen. But there are things that you could do as well is to ask your boss, are you open to me coming to see you when I'm stuck with, you know, determining, for example, priority. Mm-hmm. Workplace is so fast nowadays. Sometimes you have the morning priorities have changed by 10 o'clock yes. in the morning. <laughs> and now which priority do I deal with? Because ADHDers really struggle with prioritizing. So if you have uh, an understanding with your boss, this is an area that I really struggle with, is, you know, being able to decide which priority, which task is a priority, especially when the priorities change. Can I come and see you for a short, you know, a two, three minute check-in and so that I'm, I'm sure that I'm, I'm working on the right thing? Along with that part of it, uh, you know, the time management piece you mentioned and even just understanding how much time an individual may have to work on something or how much time they've been spending on something. Are there little things they can do at their desk or with some sort of even electronic device that could help them? Absolutely. We usually tell uh, people you need to really you need to put things in your agenda. Not always an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And they need to really use an ADD-friendly approach to time management. There are courses that are given that are ADD-friendly time management programs, but having alerts that re- remind them of things, being able to maybe spend uh, some time noticing, because that's one of the reasons why estimating time is such an issue for ADHDers is because they don't necessarily pay attention to how long it took the last time. Okay. Most of us will look and say, oh, you know, it took half an hour last time. So I'm going to allot half an hour today. Right. And that way it makes it easier. And so if you don't have history, if you don't pay attention to how long it took the last time, you're going to, ch- to be challenged. So one of the tasks that I often give my clients when I'm working with them is spend some time during the day to see how long it took for you to complete each of the tasks that you had allotted in your agenda. Put it in your agenda. Don't just leave it on the to-do list. I hate the to-do list. It's a <laughs> endless, endless. It becomes a to-do book. They have all these tasks that they've procrastinated forever. They constantly haunt them. Instead of the to-do list, look at your week, look at projects, 
projects that you're working on in a week and de determine what tasks you're going to do this week and then add them, put them in your agenda at the right time to complete them. And that's a little bit of a trickier thing. Uh, when I work with my clients, I often work on, you know, when are you most able to focus because they can focus. They just can focus only at certain times during the day. Now, as you said, uh, a lot of us, myself included, you're often at a desk for a majority of the day. You're not moving around so much. How can an adhd -er maybe help in that area? Because as you talked about earlier, kind of the sitting still, the restlessness, that's going to you know, kind of pop up on them quite often. Are there ways to distract yourselves from that or to alleviate the concerns there? I usually tell people, you know, your brain can only take as much as your derriere can take, your butt can take. <laughs> if you're sitting at a chair for too long, after a while, it's going to be a, a challenge. Really ergonomically, it's not just the ADD, but in, in general, ergonomically, people who are health professionals will say you need to get away from the desk right. at least once an hour. I remember talking to someone who, who worked in that field in ergonomics, and he said, what I tell my clients is drink a full glass of water every hour. Hmm. And so that way, you're, you're certain that you're going to have to go to the bathroom <laughs> and get out of your seat and move and, and do some stretches. The other thing is there are times when ADHDers can focus for long periods of time and they're able to sit still for long periods of time, recognizing those and really optimizing when what you do during those times will help. But when you're really more restless is to allow yourself to move around, maybe change the task that you're going to do at, in the office, do something that's a little bit more physical, sure. maybe hand deliver some of your things some of the things that you have to, to deliver instead of sitting at your desk the whole, your whole day. At lunchtime and at break time, get away from, from the desk and, and move, you know, do something that, that allows you to move. Now, with all the items we've been talking about, would you encourage or discourage people from certain careers or industries, or does it really just come down to awareness and being able to really work with whatever issues that they might have? First thing is really to determine what what are you good at and what are your interests and are you in the right career if you're in the career already? So really choosing the career that fits you as an individual, fits your blueprint if you want. Who are you at the source and what kind of person are you and what kind of career will keep you energized and focused and really passionate? Choosing the right career is not about this career is better for ADHDers and that career is better for ADHDers. It's really about choosing something that fits you as a person. Second thing is that really you do have to manage yourself, learn to manage yourself. And the first, first step to that is work around your, your health habits, you know, get to sleep on time and get enough sleep. Exercise, it's something we don't do enough of, but we do, we absolutely do need it. Whether you have ADHD or not, mm -hmm. a really great book on that was written by uh, John Rady Sparks, where he listed all of the benefits of exercise. And ADHD was not overcoming all of the challenges, but improving your brain function is one of them. And being able to deal with stress and being able to deal with uh, having a better memory as well comes with, uh, with exercise. So healthy habits are one thing. And managing, learning to, to really notice how you do things and, and manage yourself accordingly. Manage yourself so that you're doing things in the way that you're most, not from what you've learned from uh, Joe Schmo, who doesn't have ADHD, but really learning how, for example, when do you focus best and how do you uh, work best? And that's not always an easy thing for ADHDers to do. Sure. There are certain careers that do tend to attract ADHDers, though. 
and those are creative. Usually, ADHDers are, are considered to be very creative people. There have been a couple of studies that have shown that they do tend to, they think out of the box. Mm-hmm. So that, that can be quite helpful. Careers that are more manual, a lot of ADHDers are attracted to construction work, for example, mainly because they get feedback from their work relatively quickly because that is an, an issue. ADHDers working on long projects will really, really struggle. They'll need to break up the projects in smaller doses so that they could see progress. Jobs that are more physical, police, uh, firemen, all of this, there are some of uh, our ADHDers who are very hyperactive and who tend to, to get into extreme sports. So if they, if they get into a, a job that's a little bit, uh, that, that would take them in those types of activities, they, they do better. And I appreciate you bringing up some of those positive aspects. Of course, it's easy to get caught up in the challenges that ADHDers might have in ways that, you know, hopefully this conversation and others can help them. But it is important to remember, as you said there, there are areas of strength and a lot of times it's in the creative realm. And strengths are really the, what, what we tend to base ourselves on, you know, determine what your strengths are, what are you good at, and really hone in on that. Find the career that will play more to your strengths than to your weaknesses. There isn't a career that's perfect unless you, you start your own, you decide to be uh, an entrepreneur. And a lot of ADDers choose that route sure. because then they have the opportunity at some point when the business is big enough to delegate the things that they're not so great at and to really focus on the things that you're great at. At work, if you're able to find, if you have a, a, an employer who's totally open to the idea that, you know, if you fit two people who have complementary strengths together, you, you potentiate the possibility of getting, you know, you, you get more work done and people are a lot more involved. So I've seen uh, job placements where the ADHD is paired with someone who's very strong in other areas, for example, uh, the, the paperwork, but they're great at uh, writing, for example. Well, you put those people together doing, working on a particular project, one focusing on their strength, which is paperwork, and the other one focusing on their strength, which is writing or, or whatever it is. So those types of situations are ideal for not just for ADHDers, but for everyone at work. Unfortunately, we are going to have to wrap up this edition of Community Concepts. But Linda, thank you for coming on and sharing some of these tips. And also, as you mentioned, some of the characteristics there that people should keep in mind if they do struggle with ADHD or heck, for everybody out there within the workplace that they can focus on. So thanks for coming on and sharing today. You're welcome. Of course, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us by shooting an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. For everyone here at the Local Job Network, I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.